Aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Yes, it does. Nonstop for the last, how many years have been doing this? A hundred years? A hundred years yes. here in in my home tiki bar. We are very well preserved. I dust occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. You, don't, you know, maybe every five years or so. Let's have a cocktail. Okay. While I'm shaking this drink mm-hmm. that is a total work in progress, I do want to let listeners know that this is the first episode recorded after being forced to upgrade to the new version of GarageBand, which I have been avoiding for literally two years. Well, we'll see if this crashes, and maybe this will be multiple, multiple uh, times. Right, and I, I've been avoiding it all this time because, um, oh, I'm a creature of habit, and I know how to use the old one. Well, yeah, you don't want to have to go through all the hoops of getting a new one either. It's annoying. And um, well, Thank you very much. There's your cocktail. Yes. And well, I just, I just hate, I hate learning new things. So it uh, looks like we have the sound level appears appropriate. Mm-hmm. The input is working. We're recording this opening Little segment. Little we'll are going across happens. the screen. We love to start the show with a cocktail. And this is a pretty one, but so, this glass is very full, so I'm not going to clink your glass. Uh, this well, it. so this is a this this drink, mm-hmm. whatever it ends up as a final cocktail, will be served at Circa Caliente. Which is not too far away. October 19th through 22nd, Palm Springs, California. The main hotel is sold out, but the other area hotels are available, Mm -hmm. and you can stay anywhere you actually like in Palm Springs. Get an Airbnb if you like. Yeah. And then you just get a wristband for $90, which gives you access to the uh, property for the whole weekend for the Mm -hmm. music and -hmm. and the room crawls and all that stuff. So this drink is, uh, it's a scotch... Oh, scotch. It's a pretty color. But what do you think? Mm. See, I've been fooling around with scotch and cocktails, and I said, what are two things Mm -hmm. that no one would ever mix together? It's not... Scotch and grape juice. (laughs) I like the scotch, but I don't like grape juice. Really? Yeah, it's not... And so I would drink this, but I wouldn't order it in a bar. You understand? Like, uh, I understand. Yeah. Like, yes. if you're serving at a room party and I got it at a room party, I'd think it was a good drink, but it's not something that I would like. If I looked at the ingredients on a list and ordered a drink, I would never, ever order this drink. Well, the thing is, listeners, you can go to zentiquelounge.com, mm-hmm. click on our cocktails link, and we have dozens and dozens yeah. of recipes for you to try at home. Some are very easy, some not so much. Or, you know what? Pour yourself the cocktail you already know how to make and enjoy the show. Yeah. This one, though, we'll be working on towards uh, getting ready for Circuit Caliente in um, mid-ish late October. Got plenty of time to drink it. Excited about the event and our room party, mm-hmm. the totally tacky, tiki 80s dance party 2. Yes. The And the slogan is, let's crack the ceiling. No, we're on the bottom <laughs> floor this time. We can't do that. That should be the name of the drink, crack ceiling. <laughs> so, uh, well, see, I was actually thinking of calling it... Not the usual suspects, but that's ah. a 90s movie. Yeah, it's one of the it's senator's not, favorite movies. Yeah. You can call it Kaiser Sose then. As in, you would not normally mix scotch yes. and juice. And, yes. You know. Yes. But uh, anyway. And Hellfire so, or whatever's in this drink. So I want to thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We're going to dig up the mail segment here next. And we have some fun stuff to talk about. Some I, I toured some distilleries in uh-huh. the Seattle area. Yeah, you've been on a little trip. Um, a shout out to a couple of listeners. Um, what else do we have? Oh, some uh, Vegas recollections. Oh, we have from, Vegas from recollections. Well, uh, casino, actually, not Vegas. And uh, and a couple of other things that I've written down that I wanted to make sure that we uh, got right. to today. So we'll be right back with the mail.
so excited. Can you tell by the sound of my voice that your crusty sack's been brought out and we get to look in it? Oh, uh, mmm, that's great. It sounds like a lot of mail in there, though. We have a lot of mail? Lots of mail, lots okay. of mail, lots of mail. Uh, the dog is interested in the sack. I bet. Well, Sounds uh, like it has jerky in it. If you've sent us mail, sometimes we actually uh, read it here on the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, somewhere around here, I have that mail. Oh, Jesus, you can't even find it. Found it. Okay. Um, so uh, this first one comes from Gregory from Los Angeles. Hello, Gregory. You can have some cocktail. Gregory. That's the proper, Gregory says, proper pronunciation. I, I swear he's written before, but maybe not, because the email sounds like I've not heard from him before. But hi, Zen Tiki Lounge. It's really great to hear your podcast. And whenever there is a new one waiting in my app, I get excited to see what you are all up to. Usually drinking. Yeah. No. I've gotten to know most of you, or it feels like I have. I wonder who he's insinuating he hasn't gotten to know. Probably, Probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never, a good chance that there's that. one person. If you ever open a real bar, I sincerely hope it is near where I'm living at the time. By the way, I currently live in L.A., and I know that is pretty close to you. I call myself a tiki voyeur because I don't attend any events or really go out and party, but... I like to look up a recipe and make things at home. That's okay. I like Thanks doing so that too. so much for all you do. I left a nice review on iTunes. Cheers, Gregory from LA. Yeah, well, that was nice. That was very nice. And you know what? We could probably not open a bar together. Why? Do you think we'd all kill each other? No? Um, no, yes. Yeah, maybe yes. you and I wouldn't kill each other because we've done an awful lot of room parties together, but we're all very bossy, stubborn people. I think we might kill each other. Yeah. Yeah, we'd kill each other. Uh, Depends on if we all had separated tasks that didn't bleed into each other. That's well, where we would get into issues. It would it would be fun for a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that probably is not going to happen, although I do have odd dreams of it. Like, if I did win the big mm -hmm. progressive jackpot in a casino or Opening something like that. Opening a tiki bar? That, yeah. Well, I'd help you out I want to pay other people to mm -hmm. actually operate it. Mm -hmm. I just want to be the uh, inspiration behind probably the random acts of uh, weirdness yes yeah. and and cocktail menu and i'll book that for you how's that because that's okay what I do. Yeah. yeah you think that, of it and i'll book it that would be fun all right um this other and this this is just, see it's just a quick mail segment this time but uh kim from eugene asked about the scurvy killer recipe uh oh. so if you if you Kaylani's favorite well if you look on the um if you look on the zen tiki lounge website uh you'll see that uh, we, you know, sometimes we show a picture of our cocktail in a in a mug, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go to the scurvy killer here, and then uh, we'll see which mug that's in. And oh, she's asking about the drink or the mug. She's asking. She wanted to know about the mug. Where ah. did I get that mug? So that mug was from Sam's Seafood, which is now Don the Beachcomber. Mm. So uh, if you look on the Zen Tiki Lounge page and you go to the Scurvy Killer recipe, the mug there is from Sam Seafood, which so is So would you get it at a vintage store or No, I got online? it. I got it from Sam Seafood when it was still around. Oh, I see. Uh, so you would have to go on eBay mm -hmm. or you might want to go to Uga Muga, O-O-G-A. M O O G A dot com, where people list their collection of mugs, and sometimes they'll let you know they're selling one. Mm -hmm. um, but you could go on eBay. But look up Sam's Seafood Tiki Mug, and then you may, well, you may find it. 
So I don't think it's in production anymore, but that's uh, that's the answer to her question. Let me make sure. She just said the comment. She said, how do I get that mug? Well, that's how you do you it. You may not. Good luck. So you can send comments and questions to mail at zentikilounge.com. We would love it if you did. And we, I like mail. And we might. Especially just, cranky uh, mail. Might just answer it. You know, we, I know we, we do like a good dig. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that uh, Kehlani and Pumpkin like cranky mail, but I love cranky mail. Cranky mail. Yeah. <laughs> Before we end the mail segment, um, I made you something. I see it. This is, okay, so this is, uh, this is, so not technically related to the mail segment, but somebody had asked me, I made reference to this mm-hmm. months and months and months ago, and okay. someone asked me about it in person. They didn't yeah. send an email, but I thought, well, I'll respond now. Okay. This is called Tagarelli Annie. Mm-hmm. It is a, you make a, a homemade pasta sauce. Yeah. And you serve it over uh, curly egg noodles. Yeah. And it's like, so basically it's my my grandmother's recipe and the whole thing behind it is it's all things that you Driving the dog crazy. can have in the cupboard. Yeah. Because none of it ever expires. And mm-hmm. then you can just pull it out, make your sauce. And then, uh, you know, boil your noodles and you have a dinner for company when they drop by or mm-hmm. something like that. And the, I think the name is so completely made So the premise is that they, they stop by unannounced and you take whatever it is out of your kind of thing? Yeah. So this is something that my grandmother would always have several helpings of this in the cupboard so she could make mm-hmm. Tagarelli Annie anytime she wants. And what's in it is... You, you, and I'm going to post a picture and I'm mm-hmm. actually going to post the recipe. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing to this is no one in my family knows how it's actually spelled. So we all just spell it phonetically. Like, Taglarelli Annie's Taglarelli. Well, and then we heard that it may. is not even the name of the noodle. And then we it? heard that, um, I don't, I don't, and again, this is all hearsay. Somebody else said to someone in the family that mm-hmm. no, this is actually called Tallurini. Mm. And now I don't know how to spell that either. So we're trying to look up what the hell. Tallurini yeah. is, and no one can figure it out. So, in a um, sauce pot, mm-hmm. you saute a full chopped onion with mm-hmm. olive oil, mm-hmm. and then you add um, half a pound of chopped fresh mushrooms, mm-hmm. saute that, add two chopped garlic cloves, saute that, add salt and pepper to taste, and then you put in um, a heaping teaspoon of Italian seasoning, okay. and then you add... A can of corned beef. Mm, a can of corned beef. That's what it is. It's you yeah. don't you don't know what it is, yeah. but you're like it's something, right? Yeah. And then you add a can of corned beef, and you um, uh, kind of get that all yeah. mixed together, hot in the yeah. The because I knew it wasn't be ground beef. I knew it wasn't ground beef because it didn't have the consistency of it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then um, and then after the meat is all mixed in with the onions and the mushrooms and the seasoning. Then you add a large can of tomato sauce, mm-hmm. not pasta sauce, but just plain tomato sauce. And then drain a can of black olives mm-hmm. and then add all the olives to the sauce. I am going to bet that this is a Midwestern dish. Oh, probably. Yeah, there's no my way. grandmother's from yeah. Oklahoma. And yeah, because there's no way it's Italian or even like Amer- Italian-American. With no, the, this with to the me beef. is like World War II, yeah. like well, you recipe, know how can, like book that came yeah. in the mail or got at the grocery it's tasty. store. But you know how, like, in the 50s and 60s, throwing stuff together for guests was really important? Yes. Like, you know, you never know when somebody's going to stop by. Right. But, yeah, you would have definitely have, like, a can of corned beef and shit in your, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so I could totally see, like, it's a Midwestern church potluck type. Yeah. And my family calls it Tagarelli Annie, and uh, my grandmother asked that I bring it to her tomorrow. So, because uh, she doesn't cook anymore. So, yeah. I made a batch. We had it for dinner tonight. I'm going to bring it to her. It's good. I'll, I'll post a picture along with the recipe, and you, too, can make... This mid-century delight. Yeah. 
It's like um, you know, when one of the time for the first time that the senator met my dad's family was on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And every Christmas Eve, my Midwestern family makes goulash. Oh yeah. Which is not goulash. It's an abomination. It's according an abomination to... according to the senator. So he walks in my <laughs> aunt's house, and my aunt's all excited. She's like, "I'm gonna get you a bowl of goulash," and she brings it out, and he's like, "What is this?" <laughs> yes, my dad used to make goulash as well, but that was just. Code it's, for all of the shit in the freezer I yeah, put in the pot. Yeah, and it's usually like a pasta dish with ground beef. That's well, how see, my, the, my, my family made my it. My dad made goulash not with a red sauce, mm. but with a brown meat sauce. Oh, see, that's probably a little bit closer because goulash oh, is yeah? stew. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He would he would do like a brown meat sauce, but he would add a ton of beef fat to it. Like mm, that was right. yeah. that was the thing. So well, like a traditional goulash is really just a beef stew. And he always put frozen peas in with it. With a shitload of paprika in it. Oh yes, for yeah. the for, yes. for the well, smoky and heat, Who knows, the smoke right? and but, uh, heat. Yeah, yeah. He almost left the house. Translation: Paprika. Sorry, <laughs> I've been hanging around people who say it the wrong way. Okay, for so too send long. your mail or your comments uh, to mail at zentikilounge.com. Uh, we'll be uh, right back with the rest of the show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to tell you about Tiki Bar T-shirt Club. First off, I'd like to thank Tiki Bar T-shirt Club for putting this in six-point font for me to read. In a dimly lit tiki bar. She's not actually yeah. thanking. In all she, caps, thank you. So she's not wearing her glasses, by the way. Let's see, thank you. And we're in a dimly lit tiki bar, <laughs> and it's on dark paper. It's on purple paper. And it's in black print, so she's she's challenged. I'm so happy. Thank you for helping keep the history. Wait, in the microphone. I'm trying, but I can't read go. it that okay. way. We'll put it over here. See, now I can't read it. Is that better? <laughs> yes. Thank you for helping keep the historic area of the Tiki Bar alive. Enclosed, you will find our featured designs. Located in Nashville, Tennessee, and billed as the first Polynesian restaurant in the South, the Mahi Mahi touted a full Polynesian menu and drinks such as the Beachcomber, the Pink Squirrel, my absolute fucking favorite drink, <laughs> and the Mosquito, all for $1.50. Maybe I'd drink a peak swirl for $1.50. That's not on here. As described in their advertising, an evening of exotic enhancements awaits you as intriguing island maidens lure you into a Polynesian paradise of authentic tiki gods and tropical splendor. Thrill to the romance of rare South Sea brews in a beachcomber bar, hide away in the Trader's Cove, or enjoy the very finest of imported island foods in the Lanai Room, the Rain Room, and the Hut. The, do you want to hear the rest of it? Like how yeah. they struggled financially? Yes. So interesting. Because the, the story comes with every shirt yes, from Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. The Mahi Mahi struggled financially, and the owners tried to woo their guests with everything like an all-you-can-eat buffet, which would have gotten uh, sunshine over here for two ninety-five. The site changed yes. owners several times, including being taken over by Omni Hut Enterprises. Luckily, they were able to salvage two Mori panels. Sorry, I spelled that, said that wrong. That are currently in the entryway of the Omni Hut in Smyrna, Tennessee today. The Mahi Mahi is long gone, but you can celebrate the memory of the Beachcomber Bar with this month's t-shirt design. So, Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club every month brings us a new vintage design t-shirt mm-hmm. uh, with a the logo and um, decor mm-hmm. of that uh, bar, restaurant. Yes. Watering hole, etc. From the past, that is no longer, and it's no longer. You know, the places Mm -hmm. are no longer with us, and they bring that back on a T-shirt every month. And you can collect the shirts. You Mm -hmm. can subscribe and get one every month delivered right to your door, or you can go to TikiBarTShirtClub.com and buy a single shirt. We love saying that the shirts are soft cut. They are. They're very nice. They fit well. It's still not a V-neck. I'm going to cut one out of them. 
I know you would cutting. like you would like a V-neck, and the message has been received. Yeah, oh, has it? Very nice. Oh, but you know what? Well, what if you're the only lady saying you want? I'm a not because ladies have chests and they want V-necks, <laughs> some, and I don't some even. Some ladies have. Yeah, I don't even have a big chest, and I would enjoy a V-neck. Yes, you have a moderate. chest. Yes, but if, if yes. you have V-neck, it gives you a little more wiggle room up top. A little more wiggle room. Yes. Now wait, is it the here? Is it the mahi mahi? Is that the name of That's the... what I said. It was the Mahi Mahi, no, right? I got I to read this. Did Is I it... say it wrong? Was it Mani Mahi? It's the... Yeah, I guess it is. Mahi Mahi. 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 Like the okay. fish. Now, interesting thing. They said that um, or that uh, part of this, the Mahi Mahi or mm-hmm. Mahi Mahi or whatever, was um, preserved <laughs> and taken to the Omni Hut in yeah. Smyrna. Yes. So, interesting note about that place. That place is bring your own booze. Oh, let's go. So, well, no, you can drink. Yeah. But, um, so like you can order the juices and stuff from yeah, them. Yeah, and make your own drink. But you have to bring your own booze. I'd still it's like to so go there. It's so interesting. Oh, I would too. Yeah. And, and and the decor and food are said to be very nice. Uh, but that's an interesting thing about the Omni Hut in Smyrna. Oh, the girls are texting up oh, a storm. Oh, well, God damn it. So go to tikibartshirtclub.com. And uh, let them know that the Zen Tiki Lounge sent you. We suggest that you get a nice T-shirt, maybe a subscription for the year. Yeah. Gift a subscription to somebody else. Maybe there's... The wow! Dog just... That was a sneeze. I don't know if the Tagarelli Annie... I thought it was a metal her. door closing somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, like, gotten water all over the floor. <laughs> I think she got water up her nose and she was sneezing at Maybe. Out. She's a little dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have a we have a lot more podcast uh, to come. We've got the Exotica on Random today. Uh, no particular artist to so uh, to mention random. per se, uh, but yeah, it's pretty random. Yeah. So we'll be right back with a little more here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Darshine, here we are again. We are, yeah. Let's grab the list of things that I decided that we would talk. All about. All right. Yes, because I don't usually think the. Think about these things. Well, and you don't have to. Yeah. That, that's what I'm here for. So I went on uh, on our way home from a cruise. Yeah. Husband and I stopped in Seattle to see uh, our, my sister-in-law, his mm-hmm. sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, hey, do you want to go to the um, St. Michelle Winery? And you said, does a bear shit in the woods? Exactly. Yes. So we did. Okay. And we did a nice wine tasting. And it was, and it was good. Classy. And then we're driving out of the winery. And there's a sign right there that mm-hmm. said whiskey tasting. Well, and then you swerved off the road, We right? did literally. <laughs> rely, I was like, go there. So we went to the Woodenville. It's W-O-O-D-I-N-V-I-L-L-E. Woodenville is where, uh, well, the distilleries and the mm-hmm. wineries are generally located. Yeah. And so the Woodenville Whiskey Company, they say handcrafted small batch spirits, etc. I... I, okay, their 100% rye was, I think, the best 100% rye I've tasted. Would I like it? Because I don't like whiskey. No. All right. I then. don't think you would. Uh, I mean, they have, a, they have a bourbon whiskey, and they mm-hmm. had a couple of others, but their 100% rye, I would love to make a Sazerac with. Oh, what did you get, Nate? Well, I didn't, but what I did get... Uh, I have here on the bar, and and we're gonna taste you got it. A fucking lot of alcohol on the well, bar, actually. I know because I came back with, Jesus, with quite a little bit grabbing? of stuff. Jesus, This doesn't look the, like the no, the one that says Mr. Peabody. Peabody Jones. Peabody Jones. Yes. But that's vodka. Yeah, I know. Oh, we're trying vodka. Yeah. Is it all the so, same? We've got two bottles of it. So they make a vodka that is quote for whiskey drinkers. Interesting. 
And I thought, well, yeah, that is interesting, right? Yeah, no, it is. I w- I'm going to grab some shot glasses. Oh, see, now I have to pretend that um, I would like a vodka that tasted like whiskey, but I'm going to try it anyway. I don't like whiskey, people. We'll see how this tastes. Well, Bye. so normally, you know, the whole point of vodka is that it's it's a it's a it's a fairly neutral spirit, sure. right? And it's great it's great for mixing. But they wanted one that was sippable, and I was like, uh huh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wasn't really going for it. And uh, so then I then I sipped it, and then I was like, this. well, holy shit! Smell it first. It smells good. Right. It it actually has a lovely aroma. And it has no added flavors or anything. This is... This smells like vodka to me. It's vodka made from rye. Mm-hmm. So give it the smell and taste. I actually think it tastes really good. Yeah. A little yeah. like caramel. It's sweet. Vanilla. Yeah. It has a light sweetness to yeah. it. Um, and so it's... Uh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a vodka that they say is made for whiskey or bourbon drinkers. Mm-hmm. And it's distilled from, I think it was, is it rye and corn? It's good. It has like either a caramel or a vanilla to me aftertaste to it. I think it's and good. And they call it Peabody Jones vodka, yeah. uh, but it's made by the Woodenville Whiskey Distillery. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, and so anyway, so this was it has first, a nice little burn. We did a tour. Great, fun, mm-hmm. um, cute, cute Scottish uh, uh, tour guide. Man tour guide? Well, no, I mean, he has a. He's, he's not, I don't think he was the head distiller, but anyway, uh, but he was, you know, he was fun to look at and he had a cute Scottish accent. And then we're driving out of this ah, place. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> we're driving out of this place and then there's a sign that says rum tasting. Oh, and then you gotta go to that. Rum distillery. So we went to Four Leaf Spirits Tasting Room. Is that over here too? It's not. Okay. So... The next two distilleries, I do not yet have the stuff because you can only bring home so many bottles in your suitcase on a plane. Oh, so, I see. That's right. You're getting on a plane. Sister-in-law. Yes. Has to bring these back when, when she, she comes down. back to visit. Not Thanksgiving the or something. <laughs> yeah, well, Thanksgiving and <laughs> you holidays. You don't need to yeah. drink all that booze before so, the holidays. Um, but I'll tell you about the rums that I tried. And so Tanya at Four Leaf Spirits was just super fun and friendly, and she let us taste everything. Now they have rums, and then they also have distilled spirits. So the rums, let's start there. They have a white rum, and it's it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I think for mojitos and uh, drinks that like a, a simple daiquiri, a lime daiquiri, I think I think with that. it's a good white rum. And she actually made us one. Mm. Uh, however, their rum forty seven amber, I just really liked. You really liked it. It's a really good amber rum that's a little lighter on flavor but heavy on aroma so it's nice when they smell good well yeah mm-hmm. and, it, and it, it did have just a lovely lovely aroma and uh almost like i want to say like a toast really yeah kind of like a bready f- like smell. almost toasted bread that'd be nice though and so i did really like their rum 47 but by far my favorite of their rums was the one called comb and cane and it is a honey sugarcane rum. Is it sweet? Well, it's actually not that sweet. Yeah. It's still dry enough to be forty percent alcohol by volume. Um, and I just, I, I, I really, this was my favorite. This so was that's my favorite. that's what's going to be coming back with the sister-in-law then, huh? Mm. 
I bought all three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bought them all. Um, they were all kind of must-haves. You know, I got to uh-huh. have my first bottle. And uh, when you taste in the distillery, they give you a discount on your purchase. So, yes, you yeah. know, it's hard to pass up. You just got to get the stuff home. So sugarcane and honeycomb, it, they say perfect pairing. And I thought it was just delicious. And I was kind of thinking it reminds me a lot of the Calwise Spirits Blonde Rum. Mm, that one is good. Because essentially it's it has a blonde grassy color to okay. it. Uh, but it has these just, uh, well, it, it literally smells of honey. Like, I wouldn't even say, that like, oh, nice. floral in this. It smells, it smells of honey, like honey, and it has a light taste of honey and burnt sugar cane. So um, the C&C, or the comb and that cane from Four Leaf Spirits. They also do uh, spirits. So um, those are, let me get to that page real quick here. Where is it? Where is it? It's got to it? be up there somewhere. I know. You would think, oh, here we go. Tea-infused spirits. And uh, so they're essentially like a vodka or yeah. a neutral a neutral spirit, and then they infuse things. There's one called Sasta. It's Irish for satisfied, and it's an herbal tea-infused liqueur. Um, and that one, uh, they say uh, organic herbal tea, blended including chamomile, mint, and rooibos tea. That sounds refreshing. It was really good, yeah. and uh, she served it to us in some iced tea and yeah, really liked that. That sounds really good. Then there's one called Tina. It's T-I-N-E, but it's pronounced Tina, mm-hmm. Irish for fire. And this one's a spiced-infused tea liqueur. Yeah. And that one was really nice as well. This one was my favorite of their three. Do tell. It's called Leah, mm-hmm. Irish for gray. It's an Earl Grey-infused liqueur. Yummy. And it was super good. And this one was great in lemonade and tea. I could see that it'd so, be good in both of those, yeah. So that's Four Leaf Spirits, and it's in the Woodenville area, as is the Woodenville Whiskey Company and the... Um, the other one. What? Chateau Saint-Michel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's it. Now, Saint-Michel. we're leaving this place, and there's another oh, sign. Jesus Christ, how did you make it back alive? I wasn't driving. <laughs> and we ended up at Sea Spirits Distillery, mm-hmm. and Kurt is the owner and head distiller here. Uh, he's put a lot on the line to open this place up. Yeah. Uh, it's his personal, it's his love. And uh, he's a he's a old sailor himself, although he's not that old. Uh, and uh, he really wanted to uh, still rum. Yeah, go off on his own, do so something else. I tried, I tried all the rums that he has. Yeah. And my favorite that he has is a silver spiced rum. Yeah. I, I had never had one before. Really? A spiced rum that has no color to it. Well, if you hold it up to the sun next to a, a silver color, rum, but... it has just a hair of yellow. But not the usual dark. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's almost as transparent as vodka, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And um, But it just great spice characteristics to it. But they do a coconut rum as well. And I know coca- coconut rums can have a very bad reputation. It's a dry coconut rum. Mm-hmm. It's not sweet. It's not sweet at all, or just sweet. have a little bit of coconut. You can no, you it's, taste any it's coconut sweet in it. Sweet in aroma yeah. and toasty in coconut aroma. Yeah, but it's not sweetened. It's, Interesting. It's it's a yeah, it, really good. Mm. It's getting harder for me to describe these as I'm drinking. I know, and, but you're just drinking some yeah. vodka. Um, so that coconut rum, I I really enjoyed, and they have a barrel aged rum. So 
um, you, you want to go to cspiritsdistillery.com and you want to check this out. Basically, you just want to get on whatever street products. you were on and drink yourself into oblivion. You go to Woodenville, it's yeah. just outside of Seattle, and you're going to uh, you're going to run into these places. And I now, of course, I'm going to recommend that you go to Four Leaf Spirits and you go to Sea Spirits Distillery, mm-hmm. and then. I, most rum fans like bourbon whiskey as well. So then you're going to go to the Woodenville Whiskey Company. Yeah. Go to the um, wine and place And then if you want to go to the winery, you, yeah. can, you can go there. So Kurt, uh, he took me into the barrel room and got the barrel thief out. Yeah. And that's the little glass thing that you put mm-hmm, in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And through uh, suction and gravity, you, <laughs> remove, you remove a bit of spirit from the barrel. And he said that he had not yet opened that barrel. And I think about a year or two oh, or so. He got to taste it. Something that he was trying. And uh, he gets all his barrels from local distillers. I believe the whiskey one was one of the places that he gets his barrels from. And uh, so we tried something that uh, I want to say it's not it's not available bottled yet. Yeah. So it's not you go to their website, seaspiritsdistillery.com. It's not there and you can't see it. Um, but uh, it was I, I swear he said molasses and I'm not sure what else. Did it taste but it darker? was just oh, it was it was it had just um, a lot of flavor. Yeah. I for, like the darker rums for a rum that is not OK, like. Not a dark rum like um, Myers, yeah, where it's overly dark and a little bitter, and this was just smooth, lovely aromas, lightly sweet uh, from the molasses. I believe I could be getting that wrong, Kurt. Please forgive me. Uh, it's been a while, and I we couldn't record the podcast sooner because we've been busy. Yes, but the moral of the story is. Drink. Kurt over at Sea Spirits Distillery uh, will, you know, be able to answer all your questions. They do have limited hours and days that they're open, so you want to check ahead of time. Same with Four Leaf Spirits. Mm-hmm. Limited hours and days that they're well, open. All those places kind of have limited hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that would Saturday be Saturday seems to be a good day. Yeah. Saturday or Sunday, I think we went. Um, let me have some more of this. Drink your vodka. Eat your meat, Tina. Sea Spirits does a vodka as well. Mm-hmm. But I was not there for that. I was there for the rum yes. and good rum. They do have small tasting room, very cool barrel room. Um, you need to check them out. So that just kind of all happened while we were in. Uh, it was a magical day. Yeah, before we had to go to the airport that yeah. day. So I, you know, mahalo to uh, Christina for driving us around. Yeah. And we had a great time. And there's something else for you all to do in the Seattle area and when I was posting about this online listeners of the podcast who even live nearby were like I didn't even know those places existed yeah um, so now now you do go now drink you know. all right uh, a couple of other things to talk about um, let's see here I wrote them down you know again because I'm you could write them down on paper all right well so oh Zinfandel Zinfandel you mean as drinking Zinfandel? Tell me what you know about Zinfandel. Well, when I was a kid, Zinfandel was pink. Ooh. And my grandparents would put ice in it. Yeah? Yeah. But that's about it. Mm. I'll drink a Zinfandel. Zinfandel is red. Really? The effed up Zinfandel is pink. white Zinfandel. White, white Zinfandel. The pink, the pink yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the overly sweet... Blech. I just remember they would have like Sutter Home. Yeah. yeah. And it was white or Zinfandel. And that the Zinfandel stuff is a was headache pink. in a bottle. Yeah. So 
because we were on a cruise ship that had lots of old people. It had the Zinfandel, huh? It, well, they had several varieties of red, mm-hmm. an actual Zinfandel, but because old people like the pink, mm-hmm. if you were not careful to say, I will have a red Zinfandel, yeah. they would bring you a glass of the pink bleh. Yeah. I think three times I made that mistake. I think I drink the pink blood. You know, red the red hurts my stomach. I drink the pink. Well, so um, I have occasionally found a blusher or a pink or that you a white like. zin that mm-hmm. I can I can handle. And on Princess Cruises, they have a wine bar that uh, when you order a glass of wine, they serve you free sushi, sashimi, or appetizers. That sounds and nice. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, so I had a sashimi platter along with, I asked him, Show, can you show me your red Zinfandels? Yeah. Uh, and he said, you mean Zinfandel? Because, of course, he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you want, dude. Yeah. Um, and then I go, hey, do you have any of the pink stuff? And he goes, yeah, but <laughs> you don't, you want, don't that. want that, do you? And I said, well, I'm just curious if you have one that's good. And he said, well, we have one that's better than what we serve in the rest of the bars on the ship. Mm-hmm. So he poured me a little taste of that. And it was a pretty good white Zinfandel. Yeah. But they had some... Wonderful California Zinfandels, uh, and they had a an Australian Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. I love red Zinfandel because it's uh, they're usually pretty smooth. They're not too oaky. Yeah, they're slightly bitter. sweet. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I think they're a nice red wine. I like a good red blend as well. But, yeah. Um, so I just I wrote down that note and said Zinfandel is red. Damn it! It's not Zinfandel unless you put ice in it. What? You have to put ice in it. Oh, they had a they had a very nice Gewürztraminer demeanor as well. Oh, Gewürztraminer. <laughs> Okay, so um, I let's, let's do some uh, slot machine talk. All right, let's talk about slot machines. I like okay. slot machines. Uh, so, by the way, listeners, again, I'm getting used to this new version of GarageBand. We better be recording. Or no, 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 no. We're recording and we're good, and I've been saving along the way. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't figured out yet how to sh- make the counter show in minutes. So I had no idea. How long have we been talking for? Exactly. It looks on there. It looks like we've been talking for 1,000 minutes. Or is that second? So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Please, listeners, tell us how long we've been talking for. Uh, well, there, it's not like they can write us in line right and now. They can tell us that. So we were um, we were in a casino, as uh, sometimes we often are. Yes. Um, but uh, this is not necessarily time that we were in a casino together. But uh, on the cruise ship, this happened quite a little bit, and it's something that annoys me. And it's people who play slot machines standing up. Yeah, it's like relax. Well, that's the thing is, Mm -hmm. these are usually sore losers and people who shouldn't be gambling because you can tell by the way they're hitting the buttons and playing that they're usually angry and they just were like putting in like their last two dollars. Yeah. And they want to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, they don't sit down, but I hate when they walk up to you and they're at the machine next to you. Yeah. It's stressful. It takes your enjoyment out of it. Over you. Yeah. I I will cash out and leave. But that mm. happened a lot on the I mean, I could ship. understand if you were on the greatest streak of your life and had been eight hours playing on the slot machine and you needed to stand up to stretch your legs. But most of the time, they're putting a dollar in and they're angry because they've lost their money. And mm-hmm. they're like, I'm going to put this dollar in and see if I win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then maybe if they win, they'll sit down. But uh, most of the time, they put a dollar in and, you know, and they leave. Right. Yeah. And they're not happy. Yeah. And then, then they're like a cooler. If you're doing well, like your machine seems to stop paying. Yeah, yeah. Because you're experience. anxious next to them. So maybe you're not like paying attention or maybe you're just like edging away from them. No, I think the stars align and bad karma hits you and they rub off on you. I yes. Think, I think that's what happens. Yeah. Now, some good slot machine juju. Uh-huh. 
Uh, we we have been playing a game called Little Lucy. Yes, Little Lucy was good. It's this shitty little it's machine. It's this older mm-hmm. older machine. It's a penny machine. Yeah. It comes in nickels sometimes too, and it has symbols. It's a five reel video machine, and it has symbols that are like totally cheesy. Like there's several versions of it. The version that I play when I sit next to you is um, I don't remember what the version I have. You have the one where. The cat is wild. The, the cougar is wild. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it has like moons and things. And then the one I'm playing has like piggy banks. Oh, pig, and, yes. And uh, they always have the like random the ace, bonuses. jack, king, queen yeah. as like symbols. Yeah. And then the, they have these like random bonuses. But the whole point is um, after the reels stop spinning randomly at any time, little Lucy in her little devil costume with her pointy tail she can fly by the screen and initiate one of the like five or so different bonuses that they have and they're not incredibly high paying bonuses but they that does keep you but i did get you got a good one the time i went without you yeah i sent you picture after picture after picture yeah playing this machine it was like hitting two hundred dollars here two hundred dollars here 150 dollars here i couldn't believe it because i think i got you know enough to i was ahead when i left i think i won 40 you know, the big bonus on mine was right. like 40 But that's, you know, for those little Well, but machines. you sometimes just put in $5, so that's great. Yeah, no, I was fine yeah. with that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so um, I then I go to this other casino, and there's a there's an I Love You Little Lucy oh. machine where the there's wild symbols that are all hearts, and when the hearts line up, uh, obviously, as the yeah. wild symbol, it pays big. I like and that. so I got one where the entire screen, except for one symbol, was a heart. Oh, and it paid two hundred eighty dollars nice. again on a penny machine, not even on max bet. That's good. Not even yeah, on max you can't, bet. I mean, right? We should do a tour of Lucy machines. <laughs> a video yeah, tour. Yeah, that and the fairy machine I like. Um, but she has these um, silly little sayings. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she always says something stupid at the top of the screen yeah. in like old school, like um, like almost on a monochrome computer, like the the font that would be Sans there. Sans font. Yeah. Yeah, and say things things. Say like that's a hot win. Yeah, I mean they're just cheesy. Super duper. Yeah. Dynamite. You're a winner now. That's a roll like, of the dice or something, you know. Oh, just, that's a real roll yeah, of the dice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or um. Oh, just they're just the cheesiest. They're, cheesy, they're yeah. just the cheesiest sayings, and but you could win a dollar eighty-five, and it'll have one of these things. Yeah, like you've won a million dollars. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and she acts like, you know, yeah, it's the biggest <laughs> jackpot ever. But you so. get pretty good, bo- you get bonuses pretty regularly on the, that machine. You do. So Mr. Cashman is the other machine that's like these. And so those of you who play slots, you, you, you know what Mr. we're Cashman's talking about. Been but, forever. but if you haven't tried Little Lucy, mm-hmm. we recommend. And the thing about Little Lucy machines is usually they're not being used. Right. Yeah, so you can at least, you know, if it's, even if the place is crowded, people aren't at them. Yeah, so find little Lucy. Mm-hmm. Check her out. Give her a little, give her keys a little, little yeah. press. Um, I want to say aloha to Mr. Steve Johnson. All right, Steve Johnson, aloha. We bump into him at the cheeky shindigs uh, now and then, and uh, he's he's on the social medias as Mr. He's on the social medias, Mr. Steve Johnson, mm-hmm. and uh, he always seems to be at one tiki bar or another, or. He spends quite a little time at the Disneyland. Oh, does he? Uh, but I just thought I would say aloha to him, and uh, I've been watching you via social media. I see what you're up to. That sounds kind of vaguely threatening. No, I, Steve, I think that uh, he's, he's doing is completely he's doing completely appropriate things. I just I just wanted to say aloha. No, I just meant you were being a stalker. I didn't say mm. he was being inappropriate. I said you were being threatening. 
I keep drinking this drink. I know, you haven't stopped. It's really starting to work. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, there's really only uh, two more things for us to discuss before we get to the end of the show, but we're going to take a quick pause here. Okay. Because I've spilled all over the bar. Have you? Oh, I, I guess have. you have. Yes. It's like and you I leaked. Wanna, I want to clean that up because it's bugging me. And then we're going to actually figure out how many minutes of this show we've done. Looks like 12,000 minutes. And we'll be right back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We figured it out. What we, we figured it out? Well, we, we know we now know the now, now blah, 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 how long how long we've been recording. Two hours. Uh, no, we're forty minutes in, uh, and so we, you know we have a few minutes to go. Seems so like one of the, one of the things the girls on the text group is is uh, texting about is uh, this article about uh, a man. A man. FBI seizes over three thousand penises during raid at morgue employees' home. So and I'm I said, th- well, he's got to be from Florida. Yes. But, but it's Texas. he's not. He's from Houston. Yeah, which was my second guess. Uh, what I mean, I'm assuming they're mummified penises then. Hopefully, in ball. I don't know. I don't. I mean, who cares? Who cares? Who I cares? care. I care. I want to know if they're real <laughs> you penises. Want the, you want the deep? No, yeah. they are real. I mean, that's a lot of he penises. He basically, you know, because no one's gonna look at the guy's dong no, after they're in a not. coffin. No. So I'm he's just been wondering... taking. Thousands of penises. I'd like to, what I'm more interested in is the math on it. So how long has he been working at the morgue? Like maybe how that's many, just a good six months. Like, many, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. How many dead males go through that morgue? Oh my god! On a yearly basis, and how many penises has he taken? I want to know. Like, has he only worked there a year, and he's taken three thousand penises, or he's worked there twenty years? Oh, it's just so. Bizarre. I think somebody. I don't think this article is complete. I need to see. Math. Well, you know, that sets the mood for Halloween, which yes. I'm super excited about. And I know that by the time this podcast airs, and depending on what time you listen to it, it's probably only October 1st. Yes. But it is my favorite holiday. It is gay Christmas. And I'm excited. Already planning the Halloween party here that we do here. It is our 11th annual. You're all a Twitter about it. Where's we've, my calculator? I need to calculate some penises. We've picked our costumes. Yeah. And uh, working on that and working on... So I like to serve five house cocktails. Yeah, you do serve a lot. So if he's worked there 20 years, he stole 150 penises a year. <laughs> on average. On average. But he could have a good year. Yeah. Right? He, could have, <laughs> he could have had a 600 penis year. <laughs> I'm going to guess he worked there 10 years, though. Okay. And that's so 300. That? <laughs> so that's like a penis, almost a penis a day. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. People die every day. I know, but I mean, once you notice that like Lenny from the morgue was hacking off penises if he was taking one a day? No, because it's probably like he's the guy. I bet he's not the embalmer. I bet he's like the, the janitor. Oh, you And think? he's going in after. Yeah, I bet he's going in after it's all done and hacking them off. It said he was a mortician. Did it? Yeah. Okay. So, so I you think know, he's involved in the process of embalming. I mean, I and, guess at that point it's desecration of the body, but no one's really using that penis afterwards. What, are you, what is he doing with it? I think he's probably... St- I picture him just kind of like, having them... You know, like the catacombs in like Europe where, you know, the early Christians, they have their skulls stacked yeah. because they, they that's where they wanted to be buried. Okay. That's what I'm picturing is like he's got a basement. I'm picturing and, he throws a crazy Halloween party. Yeah, and people and think they're of, fake. And instead of instead yeah. of having like a bowl of grapes yeah. for like eyeballs yeah, that you like reach your penises, hand into... Yeah. He has a, a bowl of dicks. And he's probably got <laughs> some friends that are sitting around right now going... Those were real. This whole time we've been to his house, those penises were real. Yes. Who the fuck knew? 
We were like, we suspected. Yeah. We we thought they were kind of looking like dried up. I'd probably still penises. let him be my friend. I mean, really? Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, if if I went in your garage and you had been hacking off guy well, dead people's penises, they were dead. I would I would hope that you'd at least not speak admonish to me for you. A while. <laughs> yeah, admonish, give you a stern admonishment. I don't know if it's like the amount of time that OJ was in jail. <laughs> OJ or... killed someone while they were alive. I know, or and he if didn't it's even like, go to jail for or that. Or if but... it's like what people now think of Bill Cosby. I don't, I don't yeah. know how much admonishment. I mean, I, mean I, I think I would put in my will that I, I wouldn't want you near my dead body. But I mean, he, I'm not afraid of you clearly, while you're alive. But clearly, vaginas are not a thing with him. How would you cut a vagina out? Good point. Yeah, I mean, you could cut someone's boobs off. Oh, interesting. What about the balls? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's not in the article. It's not. Yeah. I think sometimes when you say penis, it's just it could just be all of the above. But I mean, maybe your balls would be hard to take off after you die. Maybe they kind of shrink into your body. I don't know that. Yeah. I haven't experienced that. Yeah. Well, uh, so Halloween, uh, the husband and I, we did something that in Southern California is a Halloween tradition for some. And uh, this has been going on for 40 years. And I didn't realize mm-hmm. it had been this long. Um, yeah. I remember going my first time in like sixth grade. To Knott's Scary Farm. So yeah. Knott's Berry Farm, the theme park, becomes Knott's Scary yeah. Farm. Uh, well, it used to be way back in the day. It was just like the last two weeks of the year. And then it yes. became the whole month of October. Yes. And now it's half of September and all of October. Yeah. And the theme park itself, they make most of their money for the entire year off of this Halloween period where they, they decorate the entire park. Mm-hmm. They create these uh, scary mazes all over the place. They have... Uh, Characters that run up and jump and scare you. Scare the shit out of you. Um, The ones, so in each area they were themed and they always have like the standard werewolf and vampire and stuff like that. Classic stuff. Mummy. But um, they had in the uh, pier area, it was all clowns. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know. I wouldn't go there. So it was was the scary clowns that would like walk up to you and, you know, scare you or. Clowns are hiding who they really are. Then you go into the uh, Mexican village, mm-hmm. and it was uh, like scary mariachi singers. And, <laughs> was it Dia and, de los Muertos? And, or was and it? Dia de los yeah. Muertos as well. I love yes. the mariachi band. And so that was actually that was actually kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I'd stay in there that area. It was like area. a mariachi band, like singing as if they were dead. I see. I'd stay in and that their area. Their faces were I like falling that. off. But okay, there were two highlights of the evening. One of which was the hanging. Which mm-hmm. is a show they which do they every do year. every year. I mean, I can't believe they're still doing that. And the hanging is is the theme is always whatever in in the last year has happened. Yeah, yeah. In the country, and they just went after Trump. They, I mean, it was it, they went after Sean Spicer and Trump. How fun! And OJ. OJ. Okay. And uh, who else? Um, Any other political figures like? Uh, well, yeah. Kellyanne like, Conway or anything? Yes. And the Mooch. Mm-hmm. My and, favorite Trump character is the Mooch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but but they but they also they poked fun at Obama and they that both sides you yeah. know it was very equal opportunity bashing. Um, it was very much um, adult humor. Yeah, I there remember that. There was vulgarity. That. Uh, there's there's uh, inappropriate uh, suggestions. Yes, and, yes. Uh, and I haven't just, been in. 
probably 20 years. But it was hilarious. And the pre-show mm-hmm. is a large screen of uh, Donald Trump tweeting. Ter- truly terrifying. And, and I think that's hilarious. Well, so now I thought they were actually going to show his own tweets and just mm-hmm. say, like, this is horror, right? Uh-huh. But no, they were they were actually showing his, like, Twitter account as if it was tweeting things about Knott's Halloween Hunt. Uh- <laughs> and so, you know, it was, it, it, was things, it was things that you're like, you know Donald Trump would tweet if yeah. he were mad yeah. at they, Knott's Berry they, Farm. Did you see there was a... Really- like he said, worst Halloween party ever terrible attendance is down yes stuff like totally stuff like that smallest crowd i've ever seen at a halloween party yes it was so they had a south park on the other day about um him tweeting with a a school kid about uh, north korea it was funny oh yeah yeah oh my goodness yeah so you should watch that one too but yes Uh, his tweets are predictable and uh, and there were um, hotmail dancers. Yes. Who several times had to be in bathing suits. Apparently. Of course. Why and not? It was that was just fine. But the highlight of the evening was yes. the reason we went. She's done an off and on over the years. Have and we this gone is her final to year. Scary Farm together? I don't think so. Because I have seen her. I mean, I've seen her a couple times at Knots. I've been maybe five times, but not in the last twenty years. But. But this is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark her final year at yes. Halloween Haunt and I found out that she has done it a total of 18 times. Mm-hmm. So she does a short show Broadway style in large sets dancers, yeah. choreography, music does some of her own songs and stuff. It's all lip synced but um, and it's, it's, a in, it's in their large theater yeah. and it's a great sticky Halloween cheesy show yeah. it's elvira i and mean I it's remember, all tongue-in-cheek humor seeing... a lot of boob jokes she in the final number did something i did not even expect mm. and i i realized it was going to happen right before it happened and the husband doesn't know her as well as yeah. i do and she had on her black um her long black dress mm-hmm. and one of the dancers rips it off of her and underneath she is wearing the sheer number sheer dress that she wore in her movie mm-hmm. that has the titty tassels yes, on it. Yes, yes. Where she can independently turn one in one direction she's and the a, other in the talent. other direction and then switch them and go the other way. And when, she, when, 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 when the guy pulled that dress off of her and I saw that dress underneath, I was like, oh my God, she's going to do it. <laughs> I've never, of course, seen her do that live. And so I thought that was a really great way for her to end her stage yeah. career. Yeah, well, I remember when I saw her at Not, she was with at the hanging. Oh yeah. Yeah, she didn't. I didn't. I don't remember seeing a show. I remember oh. that she was out at the hanging, and I felt like K Rock was out there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. she used to be a DJ on K Rock. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, that was when I was Cassandra in college. Cassandra Peterson, Cassandra on the Rock. Yeah. Um. So just. And and the husband, after now seeing it, he was like, we can come back for the second show. We'll try to get front row. Do you want to? Do you want to? And I'm like, no, I've seen it. Yeah. We have other things to do. So we did some of the rides and roller coasters. I made him go on Supreme Scream, which is the one that dro- or picks you up. Yeah. Um, you know, 30 stories and drops you. And Not he so absolutely good, uh, hated it. Now. You know. Uh, but I can't believe we stayed from open to close for the whole, like, uh, what is it? Um, six hours. When was the last time you went to Knott's Berry Farm? Only like two years ago, but that was on a regular day. Yeah. Um, But I I love Halloween, and so I I get into it. There's fog everywhere in Monster. Yeah, it's fun. Not not Scary Farm is fun. I like Knott's Berry Farm, too, but um, the Scary Farm is fun. I don't care for Knott's Berry Farm because it's all about Christmas, and it's fun, and it's about Christmas and and berries. I don't don't care for that so much. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, just know 
that this is Elvira's final year. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see her live, now is the time to go. Uh, the pre-sale tickets are $40. I think the regular tickets are 60 or 65 It depends on what day of the week you go. Yeah, it's worth mm-hmm. it. Go see Elvira. Mm-hmm. And uh, go have the berry funnel you cake. You know, go scare the shit out of your kids. Yeah. 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 My parents took me when I was in sixth grade for the first if time. If you have kids scary. that are old enough to hear four-letter words mm-hmm. and to hear some adult humor, because I think you have to be, I want to say... 12 maybe 14 or 16 minimum yeah it's not not when i was not a all kid. ages yeah no I when i was i went 12 and, like well i could see now it would be older but when i was i went probably when i was 11 or 12 for the first but time but if, if you have some if you have some tweens or older take them like that you would be kind of cool parents i mean yeah. obviously they're going to think you're nerdy because you're nerding out about other stuff mm-hmm. but um i don't know I think don't you want to see your kids pee themselves when a zombie with metal on his knees slides at him with little cassinets yes, or whatever I, they i do yeah yeah yes uh so my my least favorite maze because it scared me the most was called the tooth fairy uh-huh. and it was all about dental horrors that would be awful it was that would and- be awful so you're going through there and it's just all of the worst things that could happen in a dentist's office with uh, lots of blood and gore and um and there's this oh and then there and then but then there was another one called Peter Pumpkin Eater yeah and it it was as if you walk into a carved pumpkin that has then rotted yeah and then there's maggots and rats and then it's and then the 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 strings of the pumpkin are hanging down with Ooh. these giant seeds and it's like all wet nasty. on your That's face nasty. and it was like it was so creepy and it you know and I'm but this is the thing even though they don't usually scare me and you know just something else is going to yeah. be around the next corner the time and effort it's and still decor, startling and too you know is amazing yeah they I, put a lot of effort into it I could talk about it too long probably but but you know this is the Zen Tiki Lounge and I and we fucking like Halloween. We do. We really do. Only so, if they could combine Halloween and casinos. We should have a Halloween casino. All year long is Halloween. Yes. Just like in the Nightmare Before that. Christmas. Yes. That would be really cool. Yes. Hmm. hmm. That's our casino to open. You know, and I know just the place to do it. Because yeah. it's already scary. Where? Circus Circus. Yeah. Just, just re-theme <laughs> that yeah. shit. It's so close. Put in some... Put in some new carpet and you don't even new, have to change the smell. parking structure because that's the scariest. Oh thing my there. god, that parking it's structure! Awful. Um, well, we're here at the end of the show. Oh. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Now, things you can do: you can go on iTunes and you can leave mm-hmm. a five-star review for us, mm-hmm. and then type something nice. Mm-hmm. If you've ever bought anything on iTunes or you have some subscription to TV or something through iTunes. It means you have an account. Yes, yes. And it means you can go and look for the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast in the store, and you can leave a review for the yeah, show. Give say a five-star nice review. Or say something snotty, but still leave a five-star yeah, yeah. review. Yeah, yeah. You know, leave five stars and say just absolute shit. Because we're going to read it. Yeah. And we like to, we like to read mm-hmm. snotty or spicy reviews. And 20 years ago, it might have offended me, but no. Yeah. I enjoy yeah, your five. Does, doesn't it? I enjoy your snotty reviews now. Yeah, I mean, if you want to say on there what you like least about me as a host, mm-hmm. please do. Yeah, please. But just give a five-star review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so do that for us, if you would. And then on the social media, we are on Instagram. On the webs. Yes. Sunshine Tiki, uh-huh. which I do most of the posting. So I'm on Instagram and the Twitter. And the Twitter. And the Facebook. Yes. And also the Tumblr, but I have only used the account once. So don't follow that one. Yeah. And, of course, we have a Facebook page for the Zen Tiki Lounge. Mm-hmm. And I just want to end by saying that uh, we do organize the room crawls at Tiki Caliente and, now Circa Caliente, two biggest tiki events 
in Palm Springs yes, each yes. year. So go to Circa Caliente, Caliente as in hot, hot dot hot, com. Hot. Like them on Facebook as well. And check out the event, which is this October 19th through 22nd. We are going to be there hosting the Totally Tacky Tiki 80s Dance Party I've already got too. my outfit all planned. Imagine. Black lights, tacky tikis. Black light in a hotel room. Imagine tant- it. <laughs> tantalizing, tantalizing cocktails. And your favorite new wave 80s dance music. Yes. You will shake, you will dance, you will have a good time. Oh, and by the and way, you, there's 13 other parties. Yes, and you will play Come On Eileen, even though I know you don't prefer that uh, song. You I will, will play I will, it. I will play it for you, and I, I hate Dexie's Midnight Runners. I love I, that I song. I do not like that song, but I will I play don't it for you. But care. of course, you know I'm going to play yes. Major Tom. Yes, I know. So we can compromise. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'd be like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well... um, yeah. All right. So, let's find uh, something else to do for a little while. Thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Mm-hmm. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.